This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by one of the most dynamic leaders I've had the chance to encounter over the last couple of years, Malisha Patel. Malisha is the CEO of two of the Sugarland, two of the Memorial Herman Healthcare Hospitals. Uh, she'll tell, tell me exactly which two, I, I think Sugarland and Southwoods, but I don't want to mess up. Malisha, before I start asking you about strategy, competition, leadership thoughts and advice, let me ask you to do a better job of introducing yourself than I did. Thank you, Scott. First of all, I want to just start by thanking you for the opportunity to join you this afternoon. Um, I am Alicia Patel. I serve as the CEO and Senior Vice President of two of the Memorial Hermann um, Acute Care Hospitals in the Memorial Hermann Health System. Um, we are in the greater Houston area, and Memorial Hermann is a nonprofit um, healthcare organization. Thank you very, very much. You've had a, um, you know, great leadership success, and people love working with you. Talk a little bit about any thoughts you have on keys to leadership strategy, advice you have for leaders in strategy and success, or strategy and success. What, what advice do you give to other leaders on, you know, strategy and how they think about the role? I would say what I think has been key to my leadership strategy for success is, is two things. Um, one is, you know, the transfer of innovation with a focus on reliable excellence. And then second, leading with my values. And so first, um, I want to talk about that mindset with the transfer of innovation with the focus on excellence. Um, I am not. I know you're familiar with the Baldridge criteria, but that has really provided a framework for me and my leadership. And it's probably one of the most important leadership books that I've read. It's helped marred me to focus on innovation and excellence. And and why wouldn't you? You know, being in healthcare, we're taking care of people. And so, innovation has never been about creating the next high-tech technology. As a leader for myself and for my leadership team, you know, we don't want to just limit ourselves on thinking on that innovation is like the next best thing for technology. We wanted to do something radical and say, hey, what if we could reduce or better yet eliminate inconvenience for our patients or our workforce? And so what does that mean? Imagine a system of creating care with no hassles a culture focused on excellence. So that means we're always measuring, improving, learning, and sharing best practices at all levels. And as such, that's what we've defined innovation as, is creating meaningful change that adds value. Um, so I tried to apply that commitment to innovation and excellence um, in everything I do as a leader. And then secondly... Take, take a second. Let me ask you a question, though. How do you strive for that excellence while keeping your team thriving, not burnt out? And, and not, you know, like I had a hospital experience recently where everything seemed to work beautifully. The registration person came out to help. The person to bring you for the CT came at the right time. They sort of took attention. They, they did this. They did that. And they were dealing with a lot of different people. How do you do this where you strive for this, making it so easy for the patient without making it so hard for your staff? How do you mix those two goals? I think it's the same approach that we have for our patients, that we have for our employees and physicians. Um, how do we make it easy for them to practice? 
so we could help remove barriers so it's easy for them to take care of our consumers. So the same questions we ask for improving patient processes, we're asking ourselves for how do we improve the workforce processes? What are inconveniences they have? So when they come to work, they're at their best and it's easy. And so it's really trying to have an easy button for everyone. And that creates a, a better experience, not just for our patient, but for our workforce as well. And, 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 and take a moment. You were mentioning another key to success as a leader, advice for leaders. Uh, talk about that. So second, I, you know, I think what's been important for me for leadership strategy for success has been leading with my values. It's that humanity uh -huh. aspect. And of course, depending on the situation, everyone has a, a different leadership style, and that goes for me as well. However, at my core of my leadership, it's leading with my values. And so I'm, I'm going to share a passage with you um, from a, a new ebook titled Mind Shifts on the Path of Purpose, um, written by Savage Brands. And it's a quote that really resonated with me and captures my sentiments. It said, you become a change agent through your presence. You inspire others to live into your organization's purpose, and it becomes more alive in day-to-day -day interactions. And as you become aware of your humanity, you can relate in new ways, creating deeper bonds, more trust, and a sense of workplace satisfaction for yourself and those within your organization. And so I wanted to share that because that truly, for me, has allowed me to build relationships and trust, which I think has been critical for successful leadership. Give us the quote and where people could find that again. For people that want to find the quote and read that, because the concept that I caught was being fully present is so critical to leadership. And you talk about leading with your values and purpose. If you don't mind, give us the quote one more time and then where people could find that quote. Okay, so the name of the ebook is Mind Shifts on the Path of Purpose. And it's written by Savage Brands, which is a, a branding company here in Houston. Got it. Thank you very, very much. And, and, and talk, Moesha, a little bit about your career, how you came to the leadership spot that you're in today, where you're CEO of two different hospitals, a senior vice president Memorial Harmon. Talk a little bit about your leadership career. All right. Well, so I shared with you that I am um, currently in the role as CEO and SVP of two of Memorial Hermann's 14 acute care hospitals. Um, Memorial Hermann Sugarland is a 179-bed hospital in suburban Sugarland, which is in Fort Bend County, one of the fastest-growing counties in the country. And Memorial Hermann Southwest is a 543-bed hospital, which is an extension of our medical center with the services that we provide. But I started my career off in healthcare over 17 years ago um, after attending Trinity University for my master's in healthcare administration. And after my uh, program finished, I started my administrative residency at the VA in North Texas. And in my years there, I was the administrative officer for their ambulatory um, services and for their physical medicine and rehab services. And, and serving our veterans has probably been one of the most humbling experiences that I've had in my career. Then after a few years at the VA, I transitioned to Tenet Healthcare Corporation, where I was part of their commitment to quality team, which was an internal consulting team that helped with process improvement 
across their many hospitals in the country. And then for the past 13 years, I've had the pleasure of working at Memorial Hermann Health System, where I've served in various roles. I started as a Six Sigma Black Belt. I've been an OR director. I've been a director of ops, overseeing operations and a $92 million construction project. And then most recently, over the past few years, serving in uh, my CEO role of, over these two hospitals. So, so what a truly remarkable career of someone that, you know, worked at every aspect of sort of almost hospital administration and has grown now to be CEO of two hospitals. What a great tribute to yourself into the Memorial Hermann system. Uh, talk for a moment, Malisha, about what are a couple of accomplishments of the Memorial Hermann system that you're most proud of? What, what are you most proud of when you look at today, where you're at today and where the system's at today? What, what, what wakes you up beaming with pride about the Memorial Hermann system? Gosh, Scott, there is, there's a lot that I'm proud of, uh, but there are probably two, three, two things that rise to the top. And I, I want to make note that um, everything has been a team effort um, with the leadership team and um, our physicians and our employees that we work with. Uh, but the first that comes to mind is in 2017, Memorial Hermann Sugarland accepted the Malcolm Baldridge Award, which is the nation's highest presidential honor for performance excellence. And I helped lead that journey um, for seven years prior to the organization receiving the recognition. And so for those that aren't familiar with Malcolm Baldridge, it's a framework for organizational excellence focused on seven categories of leadership, strategy, workforce, operations, measurements, and when we started the journey, we had a few execs in a room, and we blocked four hours, and we started reviewing the criteria. And we didn't get past the first two questions. So what seemed to be easy questions about our leadership and strategic planning were actually difficult because we were questioning how effective it was. And so those four hours turned into years and, a, and an organizational effort on asking tough questions around those seven categories. And so I, I wanna be clear that it was never about the award, um, it was about the journey, but the award is a commitment to continued excellence. And so Sugarland, <laughs> in a competitive environment and a growing community, the frameworks allowed us to be successful and our outcomes reflect that with the growth that we've had. But, but your point is well taken. It's not about the award, it's about doing great in those seven categories and becoming a better hospital, isn't it? Exactly. And, and that's talk about that another. So, no, no, and, and constantly staying at it. Talk about another accomplishment you're real proud of. Second, I'm most proud of is um, the strong financial improvement that we've had at Memorial Hermann Southwest. Um, we've achieved this financial success by, by focusing on two areas operations and community. Um, as I shared, we're a large um, organization. We're an inner city hospital in Houston, Texas. And our operations and the work that we've done with the community has really helped us improve um, overall how we're doing financially. And so I'm really proud of that work. And so it's been twofold. With operations, it's been you know applying a framework that's helped us align our work and efficiency development, um, having key strategies, and sometimes we had to make difficult decisions and change strategies. 
And then the second component um, that's been extremely rewarding is our focus on community. And, you know, when we define health, we know that the care that we provide here in the clinical setting is only 20% of the big picture when it comes to health. So we can't accomplish our mission of improving health if we're only focusing on that 20%. We have to look at the social determinants of health that drive the other 80%. And so while it may, it may be counterintuitive as a business plan for a hospital to actively engage in keeping the community healthy and off their campus, it ultimately makes it easier to reduce the complexity and cost of treating patients with fewer comorbidities when they do make it to us. So we've, we've committed, we have a great responsibility and obligation to do we, what we can to help make our community healthier. And so we've extended our care beyond our four walls of the hospital to where people live, where they work, where they play. We have navigators that help connect our patients um, to a federally qualified healthcare center, to a primary care provider, ensuring that they have a medical home. We opened up a community resource center um, on our campus that's not just for our patients, but for our community where we have a small food pantry, um, where we have different community partners that join us in helping connect our patients to access um, in different areas of support that they may need. And so that's really been enjoying for me um, is being able to serve as an anchor institution um, and help be the economic engine to the community that we serve. Moisha, it's always a pleasure to visit with you. I always learn a lot and I'm always inspired. I appreciate you taking the time to visit with us in the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Truly remarkable. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much, Scott.